Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Happy November. I'm so excited about this month for our family. It's a big month. We have two birthdays. We're actually leaving today on a birthday trip for my son. We're going to Universal. We're taking him to Harry Potter land with his cousin, his best friend and his cousin, um, because he read all of the books all the way through, watched all the movies. And so we're having a fun little birthday trip. And then my daughter's getting baptized this weekend. And we have the brand retreat coming up next weekend. And then a big Thanksgiving trip home with our families. We're just super excited. Lots of things to be grateful for. And that's what we're talking about today on this episode. With Thanksgiving around the corner, there's so much talk about gratitude. There's the challenges that are going on on Facebook and Instagram. And there's lessons and talks going around on gratitude. There's quotes going around, Thanksgiving quotes, all these different things, um, because gratitude is something we talk a lot about around Thanksgiving. But gratitude is not just a November thing. I want to really emphasize that because we're going to talk about it today, but I want you to apply these things not just this month, but every month going forward. I talk about gratitude on here a lot because it literally is life-changing. It is one of the very first things that I teach in my coaching program for a reason, because it is so, so, so important and so like, oh, I can't even describe how much it actually, let me tell you. So on September 24th um, of 2019, I decided to commit to like a gratitude, like 30 days of gratitude or something. I had read a couple books like The Miracle Morning and I can't even remember just like I had recently learned like, okay, if you have a gratitude journal every day, it's like really going to help you in your life or whatever. I don't remember which books I had read, but there was like many books and all things pointed towards like you need to keep a gratitude journal. So I was like, I'm just going to start. So I had started this before. I was like looking through my journal. Like I had one like July 19th, 10 things I'm grateful for. August 4th, August 5th, 10 things I'm grateful for. But it didn't stick. So on September 24th, I was like, okay, I'm going to commit to just like every day, 10 things I'm grateful for. So I did. I wrote September 24th, September 25th, September 26th, September 27th, Luke's grandpa died. Um, Luke's grandpa was very influential in his life. He was um, his, basically his parent for a couple years when his dad was away in Russia and his parents had gotten divorced and he had lived with his grandpa for many years and he was a very influential man in his life. Um, so he died on the 27th and that was really sad. There was a lot of hard things, but it was really cool to see like, oh, there's so many things I can be grateful for. I'm grateful for this man who had given so much to my husband. I'm grateful for that relationship he had. I'm grateful that that Luke had been able to take off work that week and been by his side um, several days of that week. I'm grateful for um, Like my job was flexible so I could take the kids so that he could be with his grandpa on his deathbed and all these things, right? So I'm just writing all the things and it it was like, oh, this is like a sad thing, but like, look how much we have to be grateful for. The next day, September 28th, my dad left my mom, but I actually did not find out until October 1st. So October 1st, I find out that my dad left my mom and I still am in this gratitude challenge for myself. And so I am having to write, I actually want to pause this episode and see if I can find what I wrote on that day. October 1st, 2019. I'm grateful my mom is brave, strong, loyal, and loving. I'm grateful my mother protects everyone she loves. I'm grateful for the lessons my dad has taught me. I'm grateful that my schedule is full of commercial work. I'm grateful my husband has an outlet to distress. I'm grateful my mom has a strong testimony and finds support from her Heavenly Father. 
I'm grateful for general conference and family time this weekend. I'm grateful for my income. I'm grateful for my loving children. I'm grateful for my extremely supportive husband. I'm grateful for fall. Next day. I'm grateful for my eternal family, my mother, my companion, my siblings. I'm grateful for the atonement. I'm grateful for my mom's example of courage, love, and faith. I'm grateful for her forgiving heart and honesty. I'm grateful for my husband's love for my siblings. I'm grateful for my cousin Stephanie. I'm grateful for the prophet's counsel. I'm grateful for a neighborhood filled with friends. So this is two days into like one of the heaviest times of my entire life. And when you read through my journal, it doesn't sound like a person that's hopeless and in despair and is never going to climb out of a hole. It sounds like someone who has a really beautiful life, but is going through some really heavy, hard things. And that gratitude gave me the perspective that even though life is heavy and hard, and these are extremely difficult situations that we were put into, um, there was so much betrayal and abandonment. Your foundation was completely crumbled. Like everything you thought you knew, you didn't know. And that's really, really a hard thing to go through as a child. If you had your parents get divorced, especially if you think your parents have this perfect relationship that you put on a pedestal and you think that they're perfect people that you put on a pedestal and you've literally created like your life goals around their relationship, it can be earth like literally earth shattering for this to happen and devastating. And meanwhile, when you look back at my journal, because of this gratitude challenge, there's still good in those moments. It changed my perspective so much. So September 27th, Luke's grandpa died. September 28th, my dad left my mom. Over that next week, there's so many things that came out about it and um, little details that were just devastating. And there was so much hurt and betrayal and anger and sadness. Um, and that's all reflected in here too, but it's all scribbled out so I can't read it because I was black journaling all of my f- big feels during that time too. Um, and then October 8th rolls around which is actually my dad's birthday. And my sister found a brain tumor. Like a couple days later, we found out it was a tumor and we didn't have a lot of details. So it's a little blurry in here for a minute. Um, But then all through the next few pages are like gratitude about modern medicine and doctors and second opinions and my husband's flexible schedule so he can be supportive of me, my flexible schedule, my ability to fly home and help my mom and my ability to help my sister and all these different things that I'm finding through this journal, um, the timing of everything really was what like our family needed um, because it was a distraction from the world outside. We knew something heavy was happening, but they all thought it was about my sister's tumor. But there was so much more that like we weren't sharing that was like really personal and private to our family. But it gave us that space and like help to grieve. Like people poured in. Um, with support and love during that time for my sister's tumor, but they had no idea there was like so much more happening in our family. So God's timing and there were just so many blessings and little tender mercies throughout that time that I was able to see because I was doing this gratitude challenge. So October 8th, my sister found the tumor. October 31st, my husband quit his job and I became the breadwinner. November 9th, my sister had her brain surgery and on and on and on. And through all these heavy, hard things, that hardest month of my entire life, gratitude kept me going. Gratitude allowed me to see that God was still with me every single step of that that time. Gratitude gave me the perspective that even though I was so consumed in grief and overwhelm, there was still joy. And it felt heavy and it was hard to feel all like the happy feelings. And I remember going to like an all-girls witches dance and I was like not vibing. I was like not happy, peppy. Like I, I didn't feel peppy, but like at the same time, I could feel like the goodness around me, if that makes sense. So even though it was heavy and hard, and this journal doesn't sound like super happy, these are heavy things to be grateful for, 
Um, but it, it shifted everything for me. I wasn't like walking around like pep. I'm not saying like have a gratitude journal and then all the hard things, you'll just be like this peppy human bumping around. No, that's not what I'm saying. What, what happened was instead of just feeling hopeless, and like, I'll never be happy again. And there's nothing good in my life and everything's destroyed. And just in that like victimhood downward spiral, I was able to start picking up the pieces and climb out of the big hole because I could see that there was good and there was hope and there were things that in my life that like everything wasn't bad, you know? So hopefully that makes sense. But gratitude, that gratitude challenge and in using gratitude, it's not just me who's seeing results in this. There are so many studies about gratitude. You can Google it, but gratitude can make you happier. It can reduce anxiety. It can reduce depression. It can encourage you to have healthier behaviors. It can help you with healing. It can help you with recovery. It can bring you more satisfaction in your life, less burnout, better sleep, less fatigue, increased resilience. And I can attest that all of these things have been true for me. There's a researcher on the topic of gratitude that has said that there's three stages of gratitude. And I just saw this quote and I don't exactly know what he means by these three things, but I'm interpreting it on my own and we're going to roll with it. So his name is Dr. Robert Evans. And he said that the three stages of gratitude are one, recognizing what you're grateful for, two, acknowledging it, and lastly, appreciating it. And so I wanted to kind of deep dive into these three things. Um, a little bit more because I feel like even though I've used gratitude a lot over the last few years, I'm kind of still on stage one, which is recognizing what I'm grateful for. I write in my gratitude journal almost every day, still to this day. This was in 2019 and now it's 2022. And I'm still writing almost every day in my gratitude journal, at least 10 things I'm grateful for. Sometimes I fill a whole page. Sometimes it's like one word bullets. But every day I try to focus on something I'm grateful for so I can have that perspective um, and really shift my mindset um, and not get into that downward spiral of victimhood. Um, So I do a good job, I think, at recognizing how blessed I am. But do I acknowledge it? Do I appreciate it? Do I express it? So what I want us to do, and this is my, like I said, this might not be what he meant by this, but I'm going to take it and roll with it. I want us to pause what you're doing right now. And we're going to do this exercise. And I want you to pause this podcast and do it right now. If you're driving, consider pulling over. Like, this is important. So, number one, recognize the things we're grateful for. So, I want you to write down 10 things right now that you're grateful for. And they can be full sentences, like, I'm so grateful for blah, 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 like the beginning of my journal. Or it could be bullet points. Like, if you read my gratitude journal now, it's mostly bullet points. It's not so wordy just because you know, I don't have a lot of, like, it's just one of those things that I want to do every day, but I don't always have the time to like write it all all out pretty and like really think about it. I just want to know that there are 10 things I'm grateful for. So write down 10 things you're grateful for. And then we're going to move to step two, which is acknowledge it. So I want you to write down why you're grateful for those 10 things or reach out to those 10 things where people and tell them. And I'm not even kidding you. Like, I want you, if you're grateful for your sheets, I want you to go over to your sheets, either write down why you're grateful for your sheets or go over to your sheets and act like they're a person. And literally you're going to feel like a crazy person, but it's going to help us like really acknowledge it, right? So you're going to go over to your sheets and you're like, I freaking love you sheets. You are so soft. You are so silky. You are so clean. You're so this. And you're going to like literally 
either write down why why you love that or you're going to talk to the thing or the people and tell them why you're grateful for them. It's like taking that recognition a step further. Now we're going to acknowledge it. And so if I wrote down like, mom, I'm so grateful for like those things about my mom, I'm going to reach out to my mom and say, mom, I'm just so grateful for your courage and your example of, you know, Christ-like forgiveness or whatever it is. Um, uh, my cousin, Stephanie, I'm just so grateful you're supporting me through this. It's really hard on me. And like, I just wanted you to know that um, you being someone who can like listen and validate me is like literally the best thing ever. And just so we're going to acknowledge that we're going to take those 10 things that we had written down and take them a step further and reach out to those, those people and things and tell them. If you're grateful for your dogs, I want you to go up and love on your dogs and give them cuddles and tell them what you love about them. We do this a lot in our family when our kids are fighting. We have to say, okay, everyone needs to say three things that they're, and even when they're not fighting, um, we do, everyone needs to say three things you love about Rowan, three things you love about Brody, th- three things you love about Piper. And we go through the whole car and everyone has to share three things they love about each other. And um, so that's what I want you to do. We're going to acknowledge it. We're going to take it a step further. We're going to reach out to those people or write down why we're grateful. And then the last thing um, with appreciating it is I just want you to take a really deep breath in for each of these things and appreciate it. Just like be present in that thing. Use your senses. All five. I want you to like breathe in, breathe out, like feel it. Like if you, if it's your sheets, like I want you, how do they feel? How does it like smell? How does it look? Like what do you love about them? If it's your dog, like I want you to just like really be present in what makes you so happy about your dog? It's like the way they do something like really, really, really appreciate it by using all of those. And maybe these need to be reversed. Maybe the acknowledging it is the deep breathing and the using the senses and the appreciating it is reaching out about it. Either way, we're going to do all three of these things. We're going to write them down. We're going to explain why we're grateful or reach out to that person or thing and tell them And lastly, we're going to use our senses and just really be present in that thing. Okay. So this is like really taking that gratitude instead of like my really easy, like bullet point, like I'm grateful for my neighbors. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this. We're going to use all three stages of gratitude, recognize, acknowledge, and appreciate it. And really, really hone in on those things that we're grateful for. And then after you do this exercise, I want you to write down how you feel how you feel after sitting down, maybe how you felt before and now how you feel after, like how are you feeling? Maybe life is really heavy and really you felt like you were having a crappy day and then you did this exercise and now you feel really connected to the things that keep you going. Um, So sometimes, especially that time of the month, I find myself falling into that victim mode. And the thing is victim mode, victimhood and gratitude cannot coexist. That poor me attitude, this isn't fair, this is happening to me, um, all of that, like, that can exist with gratitude. So if you're feeling like you're a victim in an area of your life, maybe it's like you're really good at home, like in at work and you're really good with your friends, but then with your husband, you are always like, he doesn't do this and he does that and he doesn't do this and I always have to do this and I'm in charge of all the family calendars and I'm in charge of all the kids' schedules and why am I always the one cleaning up the socks and why am I always the one rotating the laundry and that, right? So maybe we're, we are really good in all areas of our life, but one, I really want you to look at your life and where are you a victim? Are you a victim in your work situation? Are you a victim in your Instagram? Like 
oh, why me? I never, I don't have the followers. I don't have, um, as many, um, pictures to post. I don't have much time as somebody. I don't get brands. I don't get this. I don't, nobody books me. Nobody responds to my DMs. Da, 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 da. Um, maybe it's in your family situation. Maybe it's with your husband. Maybe it's with your kids. Maybe it's with your health. Maybe it's with your finances. Maybe it's with people. Maybe it's in many areas of your life. Where do you feel like life is picking on you? I want you to write it down. And then I want you to stop and refocus on those things that you're grateful for that we t- that we wrote down in, in the beginning and take back that power. So maybe reverse it. So if you're going through and you're just like feeling like that really like victimhood, like I'm mad at my husband. I'm always the one cleaning up the socks. I'm always the one rotating the kids clothes. I know the kids schedules. He gets to do whatever free time he wants. I have to do this, this, and this, and this, you know, all the things that a lot of wives we complain about, um, write them all down, right? So whatever you're feeling where life is picking on you. And then next to it, write 10 things you're grateful for in that situation. So if it's your husband, I'm grateful that he works so hard for our family. I'm grateful that he has a job that he loves and he, and he's able to make money. I'm grateful that he has a good relationship with our kids. I'm grateful that he did it, right? So you're gonna write down 10 things next to that. So that you can kind of switch your mindset to things that he does right and things that he, so you're not in that, falling into that victim role. If it's a work situation, like, oh, I'm not booking jobs or nobody's, you know, nobody's commenting on my stuff and I don't have time to do this and I'm not making the money I want to make. You're going to flip that around and you're going to write 10 things next to it. You're grateful for. I'm grateful for a job that allows me to stay home with my kids. I'm grateful for a job that um, I'm love and I'm passionate about. I'm grateful for free time this week to do some hobbies and organize my house or do this and that because I didn't have clients. I'm grateful that um, I always, you know, can book things when I need to book things and it always works out even when it feels like it's not going to or whatever. So you're going to write 10 things next to that work situation that you're grateful for. And that's going to take back that power. I found that the most power comes when I find gratitude in the challenges. So when my dad left my mom and all the things and all the material, all the whatever, when I flipped that around, it took like six months to a year and said, I'm grateful that my dad did these crappy things because I was able to learn the lesson of forgiveness. Or I'm grateful that, you know, my mom and dad are getting divorced because it taught me this, this, and this. And so when I started flipping those hard things around and finding gratitude for the lessons, for the challenges, for the teachers along the way in these challenges and and the helpers and all the people that were there, I was able to focus on the good it brought, the challenges. And I do this a lot when I coach people. Um, When when I'm coaching someone and they're like, this didn't work out or I just spent a lot of money on this and it was a waste of money. Um, I've done that too. Like I've spent $2,500 on the coach and got nothing from it. And literally nothing like, like not just like, oh, it was like, I didn't learn what I thought, like literally nothing from it. Like it was kind of like a situation that didn't work out and I didn't have any zoom calls with them. And it was like a weird situation, but I was like, I'm grateful for this because it taught me what I want to do with coaching. It taught me, um, what to look for, for coach. Like, yeah, it was the expensive lesson to learn. And a lot of the people I coach have had more expensive lessons than that. Like they've spent $7,000 on a coaching program or $10,000 on a coaching program. And the person goes to them or the person is now sending lawyers out, like all these crazy stories. But when we shift that, even though it's like, that really sucks. And it's like really hard to feel good about losing $10,000. Um, 
anyone I talked to that's flipped that around and been like, this is the $10,000 lesson that I needed that got me on the right path here and taught me what I wanted, what to look for next time and um, what I want to do as a coach moving forward or whatever, or how to use my intuition better or how to whatever it is. You know, I've heard so many different lessons. Those people that flip it around, they don't walk around bitter about the things that like the, the hand that life has dealt them. They are just taking those lessons and building a better life life for themselves. Um, so that's been really, really a good thing for me to focus on. Um, so if that Instagram algorithm is really sucking, um, then you can flip that around and be like, I'm just grateful that this is a free tool. I'm grateful that, you know, there's dips and when there's dips, I have other tools in my toolbox, like my email list and um, like my website so that I can keep booking. Um, when my son has really bad health and he's in and out of the hospital, I'm so grateful for the experience I had with my uncle um, that prepared me for this. I'm grateful for the doctors. I'm grateful for um, you know, that it's not a harder situation because there are so many more medically complex situations that I'm really grateful that we're not in and it's scary. And also, I'm grateful for the empathy it's given me for other parents in these kinds of situations, because ever since my son's been hospitalized, I've had so many friends have children that are also hospitalized and I have the tools and the emotional like understanding to help them in ways that I couldn't have before. And so those lessons are things I need to grow and progress and to be a better friend and a better person. Um, if you like some last fall or um, last April, um, we put a down payment on our townhome, which was pretty large. And then that same week I got like a $20,000 tax bill and, um, my tires all went out on my car and I can't remember what else happened, but it was just like these three enormous things in a row. And I was like, uh, this is really terrible. And you know, you start doing that pity party. Why is everything piling up? Why is this so hard? Um, we're trying to do a good thing. I prayed about this. This is what we were supposed to do. So why are all these things piling up? And as soon as I flipped it to like, I'm so grateful that, you know, like, we, we had the saving, we had this savings piled up for the townhome that I can pay my taxes with that I wasn't expecting and, um, that we can, you know, write off these things or do these things when I can launch this program that's going to make up the difference that we just had to pay. And I have lots of different ways to make money and I have the abundance mindset to look at all these different ways. And anyways, these examples are all to say that, when we flip it around and we focus on gratitude, what we focus on magnifies. So if we're in the victimhood, pity party, woe is me, this is hard, everything's piling against me, we're going to go on this downward spiral. But when we flip the script and we focus on gratitude and we see the blessings in the challenges and the lessons that can be learned and the, the, the way it's making us stronger and the growth that we're having, and if we focus on the things that we're grateful for, we're going to have an upward spiral and it's going to feel a lot less heavy, I promise you. So with that being said, I want to start a challenge for the rest of this month. And there are three ways to complete this challenge. Number one, you can join my Facebook group, Kylie Mentors Mom. And every day, I want you to write one thing you're grateful for in that group. And whoever starts it for the day, we can all just be on one thread if you want, or you can start your own thread and add a picture, whatever. I want you to write one thing you're grateful for every single day. Now, if that feels like, I don't know these people, I don't want to do that, then I want you to start a group message with some friends and every day you're all just going to share one thing you're grateful for into that group message. 
And if that's too much for you, the last way to do this challenge is to find one friend, send this episode to one other friend and say, hey, I want to do this challenge with you. Will you be my like accountability partner through this? And every day you're going to reach out to that friend from today, November 1st through the end of the month. And you're going to share one thing you're grateful for. The only rule is that it cannot be the same throughout the 30 days. So over the 30 days, you have to find one thing you're grateful for every single day times 30. So 30 different things you're grateful for that are different. Ultimately, I just want this to be something that helps you with that upward spiral, just feeling a little bit lighter every single day, even when life is heavy, finding that one thing that you're grateful for and that you can hang on to and give you a little bit of hope. Now, in addition, before I end this podcast, I want to remind you that I have a free week of Instagram available to anyone that wants it. So it's going to be linked below. It's the freebie I have right now. You opt in and then you're going to be taken to a video with a training and it's going to kind of give you the ins and outs of this strategy and then a five-day content plan. So it's an entire week on Instagram of strategic Instagram posts to help you convert your followers into loyal customers um, that actually convert into sales. Um, And it's a very organic marketing strategy that I've been using for the last decade, but, but it's updated with the new algorithm things and the new features on Instagram. And it's really awesome and really easy and it's free. So you can sign up below, just put in your email and you'll be directed right to the training. And from there, you can plan your free week of Instagram content. Thanks for listening. Please leave a review below. And I am so excited for the rest of this month and all the fun things that we have coming up on Kylie Mentors Moms. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.